One of the great things about Little Bit is the, just the diversity of people that come through our site, whether they're our clients and our participants. We serve clients with a huge range of diagnoses, different age ranges, and also our volunteer population. We have people of different ages from all different walks of life, and it's really a place where everyone is welcome. Just meeting that range of people and us all being part of this mission to deliver what we do, it makes it a pretty special place. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we talk with leaders in our community. We have Kelsey McLadry and Jenny Slack with a little bit therapeutic Writing Center. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us, Laurie. Yes, thank you. So we're just going to get right into it. What is the Little Bit Therapeutic Writing Center? Little Bit was founded in 1976, and we are a therapeutic writing center that provides recreational horse riding services and medical therapy services to people with disabilities. We have about five different programs that we use to serve almost about 500 people in the year. We have our therapy program and our adaptive writing program, which are the two largest that Jenny already touched on. And then we have equine facilitated psychotherapy, which is a mental health session and partner with contracted licensed providers. And then we have equine assisted learning, which is an opportunity to learn new skills while interacting with the little bit herd. And then we do summer camps that are inclusive of people with and without disabilities that work with our herd. Now, when can they start registering for that? Summer camp is now open. So it's on our website. They can check it out there. How many horses do you guys have as of today? Because I understand it could change daily. That's right. Yeah, we currently have 27 horses in our herd. And we're hoping to add a few more herd members this year and get up to about 31 horses uh, by the end of 2023. So how do you find your horses? Where do they come from? Oh, that's a really good question. We have a mixture of horses. So sometimes we have horses that are donated to our program. We also are really fortunate to have some leased horses. So they're horses that are owned by other people and they lease them to us. We take care of them, train them, and they are part of our herd that serve our clients. And then we have horses that we own. We go out into the market just like anyone else when they're looking for a horse, uh, looking for specific types of horses to serve our clients, and we purchase them. We are talking with Jenny and Kelsey with Little Bit Therapeutic Riding Center. So can you tell us a little bit about what this is and why horse movement? We work with the horses in a couple different ways. From my perspective in the therapy department, the horse's movement is a three-dimensional movement that is similar to the way that the human moves through their pelvis and their body. So we can use that movement to help us facilitate goals with our clients. We offer physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy on horseback. We're utilizing the horse's movement to help us reach those goals so that every time that horse takes a step, a client has to react to the movement and balance themselves. Involves their vestibular system, their balance system, and their proprioceptive it helps them move through the motion similar to like they would when they walk. So it's a great strengthening piece for them. And then also we use it for sensory regulation. So the movement gives input to their body, which can help clients regulate to prep them for any of these goals that way. How long has this been around? I think you said in the beginning. So Little Bit was established in 1976. So yeah, we're we're coming up on our 50th anniversary. I always thought it was 
just the horse person connection. Mm-hmm. I didn't really realize until recently that it was actually the movement. So would you say that that plays a part in it as well? We have our five different programs that we use. My program, I'm a physical therapist, so I work in that specific department. That's the more the hippotherapy. And we do emotional side, and that piece also plays a component into it. It helps with our horse choice and those clients, the motivation, and they get to interact with them and build off of their... Sometimes we, we actually have a social skills group going on right now. We have two different social skills groups with four clients that they use the horse and they talk about their emotional regulation and what the horse is showing and what the other kids are showing and things that way. Our adaptive riding program and then the EFP programs too really work off the emotional side of the horse too and that bond and relationship piece. Someone listening might be thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't know there was such a program. How do they find you? We have our website, littlebit.org. And then through there, there's drop downs for all of these programs and information there. We have a couple mission videos that are on the pages that show some examples and a blog post that also talks and tells different stories. We have an open house coming up on March 5th. It starts at 12.30. We'll have demonstrations of our different programs, our therapy programs, our adaptive writing programs, and that you'll also be able to tour the property. And we have a lovely property out here in Redmond for all of our herd to live on. So it's really nice to come out here on a nice day and get to meet some of the horses. And that's also something you can do on the website. There is a schedule, a tour feature. If you have never spent any time around horses and you just want to come out and take a look at our site and what our programs look like, then that's always a good way to just get started. I know on your webpage you have some stories, but are there some stories you guys like to tell? We have a client that I see and she started out on the horse just using the movement to help her with her core strength and balance and mobility. She has a disorder that affects her physical ability to move through space and she is able to walk independently but fatigues quickly and has some gait abnormalities that just make it a little bit harder for her to balance and can have pain in things. She is a bit fearful sometimes, understandably of falling or hurting or different things. So we work on moving around our space and building confidence and strength to be able to move and keep up with our peers, but also building the confidence side to do all those things. And there's nothing like getting up on a big horse and directing it around to build some confidence. She's been with me for some time. We're getting more and more confident and having to come up with some more complex things, which right now involves what we call vaulting on the horse, which is basic yoga poses that they do on horseback. And Me as a therapist are along one side and then we have a sidewalk on the other. Right now that's her mother. And so we help her do these different poses on top of the horse. But most recently, we also do a lot of negotiations. And I'm told I'm a really good negotiator by this client to convince her to do these different poses and try these crazy things. And so we ended up making a deal that I would switch spots with her and allow her to be on the ground, her words, boss me around while I was on the horseback. So last week we did a split session. She had to go through all of the poses I asked and if she did all of them, then we swapped. So I got up on the horse and did a few of the poses that she directed. And not only was it great for her from a confidence view and getting to tell me what to do and that motivation side, but for her, one just gate through a dirt arena is a hard thing for her. So walking and keeping up with the horse alongside was an activity she didn't even realize she was doing. So she was getting lots of therapy from 
but then the, the executive function of making choices and choosing and making a plan and directing me and getting all that and the motor planning for that piece was really big for her. So that's kind of a, a fun one that we just did. I love that when you said putting her on this big animal and bossing it around. I think that's what's so amazing about it is a horse could seem pretty daunting. And yet here's people that have all these disabilities and yet they're thriving because of the horses. Tell us again, if somebody's listening and they maybe can't come to the open house, but they love what you're doing and they want to support you, how do they do that? We have lots of different ways that people can support us. Um, we have lots of different events. Our annual Reigns of Life auction will be coming up in May. So our website, our Facebook page, will have lots of information about that. We're always looking for wonderful donations for part of our auction. Our program also survives through our amazing volunteers. We could not run our program without the support of our volunteers. We have a lot of different volunteering opportunities from working directly with our riders and horses in class to barn work, supporting events, administrative work. If you have a skill and some time, we will find a way to give you a useful way to use it that will help a little bit. Just following us, promoting us, sharing some of the stories through our social media is also much appreciated. You never know who you have in your wider community in your life that may be inspired to join us and support us or be a rider or a participant in our programs. Our social media is a really good way to stay up with all the events and everything we have going on. And there is always plenty going on. I love your webpage and I love the stories and all the pictures. And I love how you have stories of what's going on. What I'm curious about, and I always ask this question, so I'm going to throw you under the bus again, both of you, Kelsey, what brought you to this work? I mean, what brought you to be a therapist with horses? So for me, the background, I've had family with disabilities and stuff. So going into a field, working with clientele with disabilities was always kind of one of my potential future goals growing up. I was an athlete and ended up wanting to go to PT school more from the athletic side of things. That was where the PT side came from and started. And then as I got into PT school, I started to learn more about the different types of things. And I was always a horse crazy girl, but I didn't grow up with horses. I didn't grow up on a farm or anything that way. And then I was in PT school and wanted to find something to do. And my little sister had been actually volunteering here at Little Bit back in Washington. I was in Arizona and she was telling me about it. And I was like, that sounds fun. I should find something like that around here to do. So I looked up a place in Arizona and I found a small therapeutic riding barn that was doing some lessons. They didn't have the therapy portion, but they had the adaptive riding. Got involved there and ended up, they used to joke that they should just put a cot in the tack barn for me because I was there anytime I wasn't in class and eventually moved back here and took some courses here and became an employee short, shortly after. Did you then take courses with horse therapy? My license is a physical therapy license, so I can work. It's the same license to do this job as it is to work in a regular pediatric setting or in a hospital. It's a universal license that way, but there are continuing education courses that you should take if you're offering this. So there's a association called the American Hippotherapy Association, and they offer a level one and a level two course that gives you the level one introduces the principles and then the level two builds off of that. They do have some other continuing ed that builds off of those classes even, but we here at Little Bit help host those classes. And so I took them actually through as 
just a PT. I wasn't working a little bit. I took them here and that's how I ended up connected with them. Awesome. And Jenny, what brought you to this work? I've been riding horses my whole life. I have my parents to blame for that, although it got rid of me a lot and kept me nice and tired when I was a kid. I moved to the States in 2015. I'd previously been working in a more corporate environment as a project manager, and I decided to make a career change. I started working as a horse riding instructor and then started the internship program here at Little Bit. We have an instructor internship program to train people specifically to be therapeutic riding instructors to get the skills for training the horses, working with horses and working with our riders whose needs are a little different. And so I was going through that process. As a result of being an instructor here, I was offered the position of the equine director. And that is now my role here. And I've been doing that for a couple of years now, helping Kelsey and her team to grow the herd and train our horses to serve our clients and participants. For therapy, we see the pediatric population is our our main group, which they have to be at least two years old. There is essentially no age limit. So we do also treat adult clients. So from the pediatric side, we have a lot of clients that will get up on the horse and we work with them on their movement and their balance. And so we get to get the pleasure of seeing a lot of first steps and building or sitting balance and things that way that are really cool. But for the adult population, we have, it looks a little different, but we also offer services to them. So that can be a really cool thing to see too. The adults get to go up on the horse and they get to work on using their body to control the horse too. And there's that movement and balance and strengthening piece of it. One of my clients in particular, she has difficulties with her uh, right leg and it being weaker than her left. And she likes to say that it doesn't work and kind of can not be so positive about what it can do because it's less. And we use a horse that's particularly trained in moving off of leg cues for her. And so when she has to do individualized exercise with one leg, her right leg versus her left leg, that horse responds differently. And so it's really cool to use that to help her see that her right leg is not useless as she can sometimes call it and has a lot of function and can still, cause that horse can move. She can get that cause and effect of, I use my right leg to do that and move the horse around. And it really helps strengthen her leg and getting that more individualized strength and activity, but also she gets that biofeedback piece of it. So that can be really cool. So someone listening might go to your webpage, but do they have to be referred or how do they get into your program? We have an intake form on our website that you can fill out for both for the therapy program, but also for the adaptive writing program. And it has a question. It's a somewhat of a long questionnaire that just gives us a lot of, you know, information about them. And then that we read that and look at it there. Once we determine what program they could go into, you do need a referral to be part of the therapy program. And then you also need medical clearance to be part of the adaptive. So we work with them to send off to their doctors and get all that stuff figured out. So you don't need one right away, but we kind of use that intake form as a screening. So we might ask you questions to make sure that this is the appropriate thing for you. Because while it is helpful for a lot of people, it's not appropriate for everyone. We do offer other services, though, that writing isn't the only thing we do here a little bit. There are a lot of things you can do from the ground uh, working with our horses. We call it our unmounted program. So you can do things with grooming and leading. We have classes that can be based out of a wheelchair versus more just clients that have less mobility or the riding might be 
detrimental to their spine, things like that, depending on their diagnosis. So even if they apply and they might not be appropriate for the mounted program, we can oftentimes offer them other options. So great that you have so many options for people because a lot of times people, like you said, you you were a horse girl, but not raised around horses. And some people just being around the animals can make all the difference. Mm. If somebody wants to volunteer, I know that Jenny, you said, if you have a certain skill set, is there anything particular you're looking for with the people that work with the horses? Do you want them to have a certain training or is it come and we'll teach you? You do not have to have any horse experience to come and volunteer with us. Although if there are any people with horse experience who are listening, that obviously is very helpful to us. We do have a whole range of training programs to teach people to be around our horses safely and to assist those horses in our classes in the adaptive program in particular. We do offer trainings to people with no experience but it's always great when we do get people that have experience as well so again the website is littlebit.org and if you want to come and see a demonstration they have an open house people are going to come and see a demonstration like what's that going to look like so the demos are uh, put on by our therapist or instructors and our current client we talk with our clients and have them come out. And so you get to see essentially a, a condensed version of either a therapy session or a adaptive riding lesson. So they're clients on horseback with their instructors doing the activities we do for therapy that can be going around. We play lots of games. We play catch with the clients. We do rings and reaching. They ride backwards. They can do the yoga poses like we talked about. So any of those type of things, they're riding piece from the instructor side will be an instructor teaching that client either steering or there's a lot of different pieces to the how they work with their horse to move them around the arena safely and how if they're there's walking and trotting in different pieces that way and how they direct that and work with their horse. You mentioned they could go to the web page to find out about it. Do they need to register or can they just show up? How does that work out for you? No registration is required for the open house. Okay, so people can be just out on a Sunday drive and go, hey, we're going to check this out. And you guys are located in? Redmond. We're just out on Avondale Road on the east side of Redmond. And if people just want to donate, they can go to your webpage and donate or they can volunteer. They can look at stories, see pictures. So I think for me, one of the great things about Little Bit is just the diversity of people that come through our site, whether they're our clients and our participants, we serve clients with a huge range of diagnoses, different age ranges, and also our volunteer population. We have people of different ages from all different walks of life. And it's really a place where everyone is welcome and just meeting that range of people and us all being part of this mission to deliver what we do, it makes it a pretty special place. Do you do specifically Western or English or do you do both? We do not. We do both. So because we have such a diverse community of riders and participants, we have a really diverse herd of horses. So our youngest horse is nine years old. Our oldest horse is 24, nearly 25 years old. And we have everything from our little mini pony Pete up to our big 17 hand draft horse Runa. So we have a really, a really big range of horses and a wide range of tack and equipment to support our riders needs. English tack, Western tack, and in the therapy programs, they mainly ride bareback in different types of pads like foam pads vaulting pads to support that rider with whatever activity they're working on. 
a lot of the, the therapy process is we do an evaluation on the clients that is in the what we call a clinic. So in your more typical setting where we evaluate and do what you would expect in any type of PT clinic outpatient type setting. You do your standardized testing and uh, talk with the families or the clients if they're adults and determine their goals. And then we use that information to pair up with our equine team and what we've learned about our herd and actually pick. We don't just grab any horse out there. The clients don't get to pick a horse because they like what they look like or something or anything in that way. We use the... But they're all super cute. They are very cute. (laughs) (laughs) But we use their movement and we pair with what, what type of movement we want to reach our goals. And we pair that with what type of movement the horse horses have all the horses have you just like humans have unique gait and different abilities and things so we use that information to choose which horse out of our herd which is why we're really lucky to have such an amazing large herd here to help individualize our treatment as best we can well kelsey and jenny with little bit therapeutic writing your webpage is littlebit.org your big event is sunday march 5th at 12 30 p.m an open house where people can come and see what you do and thank you so much for joining us thank you laurie appreciate it scarlett and lily are twins scarlett from the get-go had extra needs that were very obvious and we were super into making sure she had everything that she needed lily was diagnosed with autism i think at 18 months but it was not a surprise whatsoever Um, and it wasn't a deficit in any way we were not concerned Um, We just knew that we had two girls who had very different needs and we wanted to make sure that we were helping them learn and, you know, communicate and be a part of their world in their own ways. As twin sisters, they look very similar, they're adorable and just so fun to work with, but we have very different treatment sessions that we're um, focusing on to help build them individually. Our goals as a therapist is not to build riding skills and teach them how to ride a horse. Our goals are really specific back to their function of building sitting balance, gait training, losing, using control of their body and their ability to um, work and play appropriately for their age. So as an occupational therapist, I am really focusing on using the horse's movement to kind of facilitate that core and postural strengthening so that Lily can then engage in those fine motor tasks that are a little more challenging for her. In Lily's case, we had a child who was nonverbal, who didn't necessarily want to make eye contact or do an activity that was guided. And I think within a week or two at little bit, she was working with a the therapist. She would look, you know, her therapist in the eyes and she wouldn't always greet them, but she was definitely talking more and more. And that, I think, was a starting point for her to begin speaking more. And so one day we start hearing horse, horse, horse. Um, and you think it's horse, you're hoping it's horse, but you don't want to. You know, maybe this is just something new she's done. But then you start realizing this is something that she's connected, something that she's excited about, something that she wants to return to. Uh, that's a very powerful experience for us, and it was something that was so exciting to have uh, come to fruition. In Scarlett's case, I mean, just physically, she's grown so, so much. Uh, I remember when she couldn't even bear weight. 
So we brought her here when she wasn't, you know, standing on her own or she definitely hadn't taken any independent steps. And I just remember being with Kelsey once and Kelsey was doing it like it was nothing, but I was just, I couldn't believe Scarlett was taking one step after another. It was shocking to me. Hips when you aren't bearing weight uh, typically or walking typically, it's so important, especially being on the horse, uh, bearing weight, doing things like that, putting your body in positions that can help form that hip socket is humongous. It's pretty awesome too because we go to our orthopedic appointments at Children's and they are amazed. One of the really big benefits of utilizing equine movement and therapy is that the horse lends its really organized nervous system to our clients. Um, so for like a client like Lily, whose nervous system is a little more unorganized, when she gets on Lolly, Lolly gives her a system to Lily and Lily's able to kind of get that organized system from that rhythmic and repetitive precise input of the vestibular system, of her tactile system, of proprioception, um, all in a really organized and succinct way so that Lily can come off of Lolly feeling much more organized in her nervous system. As a physical therapist, I'm working with her specifically on her sitting posture and her musculoskeletal development and being able to walk with some type of assistance right now is our goal. Um, and so we can go out and use that environment, the hills to do gait training, the uneven surfaces of the gravel to help build balance. I know that Scarlett is always tired when she's done because she's worked basically every muscle in her body and I don't know a lot of activities that she does uh, even in her day-to-day -day that she can do that because she is limited in her movement. Lily has been able to take some of the skills that she has developed home and is putting those to bear on a day-to-day -day basis. She's more willing to communicate. She's more willing to collaborate. We see this from social play, from how she interacts with other children. I, I don't think we would be where we are today without Little Bit for sure. The services that we provide here at Little Bit are vital to our families and our community. Your contributions help provide those services at a cost that's affordable and provides more access to our services for others in the, in the community. We are profoundly grateful for your support. I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening in today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.